back again, back again. She goes back. I know I've been, I've been away for a while, just like exams has happened, just chilling, just taking it easy. So I'm here again with Wale, my brother, the law. How are you doing today, Wale? Maybe I'll call him the law big now. The law now, you know. I did, man. I did, I did. It's nice to, it's nice for us to catch up again and just try and discuss things that have happened with footy. A lot, a lot has happened. It's been a, a crazy two weeks per se. I mean, we should have recorded since, but one thing or the other, everyone's busy. And different things happening. A cops couldn't even make it today because he's he's busy too. So we have like three main things we'll discuss today. We have the Super League, obviously, <laughs> and the fallout that has come out of that. Then we have Mourinho, <laughs> Mourinho getting sacked by Spurs, which I didn't expect. And we know the Premier League has come out with the Hall of Fame thing where they want to do a hall of fame like the nba does like other sport league does which is pretty cool so we'll talk about our predictions for who should go in first of all to get us going we're definitely going to talk about the super league so wally what do you think about the whole super league or do you want me to give a an introduction to what it really is i mean it's a cash grab now Hmm. So you feel like, I mean, you know the annoying thing is like, as an Arsenal fan, like, mm-hmm. part of me wants to because like, we know this guy is not going to spend any money. Mm-hmm. Like, the Athletic and other news sources were coming out saying that they provided the 45 minutes to sign party and so on. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you're the owners of like, all of the top five biggest clubs in England and you're bragging mm-hmm. about spending 45 million pounds in it's all. How does that even make sense? And like people will say that well, I mean, it's, it's not like completely their fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it's not 100% their fault because they hire people to run the club for them. But if you're consistently hiring people that are doing it badly there, it just feels that there's something wrong with you as well. Because why are you not hiring better people to do it? Fuck. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, I mean... As an Arsenal fan, part of me was like, yeah, why not? I mean, it's free money. But as like a football fan in general, I'm like, no, it's a terrible idea. Because like, we all know it's not going to just stop at, oh, it's going to be a European Super League. They're not going to bloody start shipping games off anywhere. Like, you'll be seeing more from the Dabies being played in Abu Dhabi or New York, stuff like that, sure. Like, they just want it to become, like, a global thing so that they can properly capitalize on their mass market appeal. That, that's basically what they want. They don't really care about the footballing aspect. It's the business aspect that they care I mean, also, the former, they're going to be playing more games than they would in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. And they also want to stay in their domestic leagues as well. So I don't understand how they expect players to be able to do that. But anyway, they're the ones that have money. I mean, it's, for me, it's just crazy because we have, like, 12 teams. They decided to, like, come together. We had Prem Big Six of Arsenal, Chelsea, City, United, Liverpool and Spurs. Then Spain, Real Madrid, Atletico and Barca. Then Italy, Juve, AC and Inter Milan. So, they have, like, practically those are 15 teams that I said. 
and five teams qualify from just maybe they are the best out of the other teams in their league. So it, it so it actually becomes 20 teams. You get? Yeah. So there will be two groups of 10, top three go to quarters, four and five compete for the final spot, which is just crazy to me because it's like, so the other teams that are, that are in the league, let's say West Ham, for example, they are battling it out. They are trying to get into champs or... And only for us now to be coming tenth, and they still get to be playing with at least competition. That was that was one thing that really like it sounded crazy to me because what happens to them like the fun part of football is the chance for underdogs to come and okay, let's see what you have, let's see what you can do. So that really didn't even make sense to me. That's that's that's, that's why that's why I thought about it. So and the big clubs wanted more control of Champions League broadcast money. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which is fair because those are the guys that people come to see. But to me, they're already getting more money than the rest of the the team. So they probably want more again. And they're trying to be trying to be greedy. So what do you think about them wanting more money? Do you think that's justified in a way or nah? Like it's not even justified at all. Like that's just complete greed. Because Perez, for apparently, for you know, Perez has been. Thinking about this since 2009, the whole mastermind of this <laughs> Super League. So, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, whether it's justified or not for them to want more money, I mean, I can't really say if it's justified or not mm-hmm. because I mean, they're already earning more than everyone else to begin with. Fair. So, I mean, I mean, you can want more. There's nothing wrong with wanting more money. You know, the business that's like your aim under the system that you're in is to earn as much money as possible. But for me, there needs to be a balance. Like, you can't just pop and say that, oh, fine, shall you to give me like X amount of money that I'm going to leave? And I'm going to go to a league that I will never get relegated, no matter how badly I play. It just kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, everyone in this is compensated, they won't like you for. I hate about this thing is like this whole narrative that they are putting you for as the good guys this time. It's not absolutely terrible. I mean, it's just a lesser. It's just a lesser evil. It's just a yeah, lesser exactly. evil. They're both. They're all corrupt. I mean, <laughs> Sky News. Like I swear, it was so funny seeing them like not location restrict their videos. Like I was wondering when I was seeing like a Sky News video playing on my TV. Mm-hmm. I'm not even on. <laughs> Why is it playing? All of them, they're so shameless, man. And the reason they're really against it is because, like, they know they're going to have to go into bidding one with Amazon and other companies. Like, they don't have that. They don't have the smoke for that. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Everyone just wants a bigger piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. And if they can't get it, then they're going to try and throw it under the bus. That's basically it. That's that's really it. Another thing I've noticed with this whole thing is that if you notice the teams that were really clamoring for it in especially Premier League, most of their owners are from America. Like we have Cronkey. Cronkey owns the Rams. He owns, I think he owns Denver Nuggets also. We have FSG of Liverpool. And those those and the Glazers obviously from from United, those are Americans. So these guys are really trying to capitalize on that capitalism thing that happens in the NBA and in the MLB. Because if you notice, City, City and Chelsea, when everything fell apart, were the first guys to withdraw and say, We don't really care. 
So to me, looking at so yeah, looking at City and Chelsea, it just made it seem like they didn't just want to be left behind. Like they weren't really they weren't really up for it, but they're like, ah, all the big teams, all the big six teams are doing it too. Let's why not just join them and and do it? Because City Chelsea and City left on the same day. If you yeah. I don't know if you're if you're following it very well. Yeah, it was. So do you think capitalism can work in in sports like soccer? Do you think it can work? The, the way the NBA capitalizes on their league, the way the MLB, the way the NFL, do you think it can work or like we should totally forget capitalism and footy? I mean, like, that depends on what you mean by can it work? Because, I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, the sense of it working, I, like, Man City and Chelsea will be good examples of it in quotes mm. working. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are teams that when their owners came in, they were exactly the most successful teams. True. They came in, brought a lot of money. And I think they also brought like very like a good structure to it as well. Mm-hmm. And granted, I probably it's like it pumps a shit ton of money into Chelsea, but the structure he has in place, Chelsea make mistakes in the transfer market, but like they also managed to sell their mistakes <laughs> down for decent money. Which is something you have to give to them. It's part of the fact that they are, they have a sugar daddy. They still get like good net transfer spend, mm. which is something that other clubs like Arsenal don't do. City, they don't really have to because they are literally owned by a royal family, so it generally doesn't matter. Mm. But them too, they have a good structure in place. They have good scouting networks, like. They bring a shit ton of young players, so they may not end up in the first team. But like, can you sell them? And that's the thing you may not even hear about them. So, I remember checking City's transfers from like was it last summer or two summers ago, and they spent like twenty million, like three people I had never heard of. Like there was no noise whatsoever, and like those guys would go out on loan or they'll sell them again. It's like you didn't hear about it. So just stuff like that. <laughs> so in that sense, like I think, if clubs want to operate like that, then I mean, it can work. But <laughs> it's going to be very hard to find a billionaire for twenty teams who are going to invest that much money and time into infrastructure. The main mm-hmm. problem. So you personally, I can be an even playing field. That's the thing. Yes, so. I mean it's never really an even playing field, but these guys are trying to broaden that. <laughs> that gap between them and the lesser teams, which to me is just, it's just greed. It's just them looking out for themselves and saying, oh, like, it's, on the, it's us that run football, which I guess because even these days, most people don't want to watch teams that are not big or especially, especially if you're into soccer or you're like, okay, you're like, okay, I'm watching it just to enjoy soccer and just see different teams like look at raw talents. But most people don't want to watch other teams, but things that how will those other teams grow if they don't ex- get exposure to play the so-called big teams? That's why you find a lot of low, uh, a lot of talented players like in the lower leagues because they come up and they play against big teams and okay, oh, they can stand their ground and they can do this. So to me, it's just really crazy. And the most painful thing is that this will just render domestic leagues irrelevant. Yeah, basically. And like the annoying thing is like, it's not even finished yet because like they're definitely going to come back and like try to restart it again. <laughs> because that is the end goal for them. Like <laughs> it's not 
a sport. Like it's a business first and foremost. Hmm. Like the football itself, like comes secondary to the business itself. That's how they see it. I mean, on a level, I get it. Like you're investing quite a bit of money. For, I mean, other people are investing. I'm not sure about not sure about But anyway, <laughs> you're investing money in something. Obviously, you want to see that thing like continue grow. to grow. Mm-hmm. So, like, you do everything in your power to make it grow. No matter whether it means like tripling your domestic league or the Champions League, if you're going to get a better deal out of it, just like. I'm sure like if you give like Stan Cronkett like the opportunity, mm-hmm. like, if you told him that you could get a bunch of tourists instead of like loyal fans to come to his stadium for every match, <laughs> I, I can bet you he'll, he'll take your offer. Because like he wants people that need to go there to spend money on a regular basis. Yeah. But a fan, like a loyal fan is going to like have what like a kid. Then I mean maybe buy a scarf or something, <laughs> but a tourist, a different set of tourists every week. They need to buy new things every time they go there. New, new merch, new memorabilia. Exactly. Uh, so that's exactly what they want, which is why they want a global league. Which is why this is not going to die because they've seen the amount of money that can be made. Yo, I was, I will, I will say something that just for being in the league, these guys get three fifty million. Yeah, okay. just for being yeah. in, just for being in the league, they haven't played a game, they haven't competed. I mean, I get why they all like want to do it because I can bet you anything. Like at the end of the season, all of them are going to come out and say that we've lost X amount of money, like mm-hmm. especially Arsenal, because I mean, if they don't win Europa, then they pass basically the end. Yeah, it's come up below. It's not this amount of money. Some of us have teams. We mm-hmm. can't move in the transfer market the way we want to. And of course, that's just going to be them, like, just indirectly saying to the supporters, like, we told you you wanted to judge the ball, you wanted to protest. Now you can see where you are. <laughs> that's basically how it's going to go. Even Barcelona as well, in them, they might win a Liga, but then. That's like there is so much that, which is why they are scrambling for the thing. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I don't even get why Juventus, oh, because like they're probably not entering Champions League. That's probably why they won't do that. Yo, let me let me quickly say about Juventus. The funniest thing about their president, what's his name, Angeli, or yeah, that's his name, I think. Yeah, Angeli. he's like he's like best friends with UEFA presidents, Seferin. <laughs> And even to make this story even more interesting, his daughter is is uh is the goddaughter to Seferi. And so basically he's a big cop. He's basically looked like a snake in all of this. To, him, to me, there's no getting back for him. Like <laughs> yeah, he has to lose his post now because he knew he was burning <laughs> bridges badly. Man. That's crazy. Seferi came out was like he lies a lot. He's never seen someone that can lie like him. Uh, oh man, that, that's just crazy. I think about you is that imagine if they did this for the female league, what would be your thoughts? Because I don't feel this will get the same reaction as the male league is getting because the elite teams in the female league, which are way, way better than the other teams, will get more exposure and people will actually be more interested 
in watching female footy. Would you agree to this if it was a female thing? Or still be the so same? That's kind of the thing because on a level, I mean, I would definitely agree because like <laughs> for the female league, they need like that much more exposure. Definitely. So, I mean, it's not like completely a bad thing to that degree, but you still want to be able to see like the underdogs even there play the bigger teams. I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> as a thing, it's just hard. Like, it's not as clear-cut as the male one. But I mean, the male one, like, can definitely know. And besides, I mean, UEFA even changed the format of the Champions League as well. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's crazy. I think well. I think they are making it sixty-four games or something, or sixty-four teams. Yeah. All of them just want a way to expand. It's just like even the Club World Cup; they're expanding that as well. Something that already shouldn't even be expanded to begin with. They're making a UEFA Conference League as well. It's all just kind of unnecessary, like. I just like sucking these players driving. It's just crazy. I think Gondogan complained about it saying, yo, this is something they should check out that is not it's not fair on the player's body, which totally makes sense. And again, like on the female league thing, I'm totally with you on that. My selfish aspects will want to be like, oh, definitely if this is done for female, I'll definitely indulge in it. But I can also recognize that this is not good for the female sport though, but I'll be more open to it if it was <laughs> happening in the female league. Like I think we're on the same page on that, which is pretty much pretty much interesting. Another thing I want to ask you is: Do you think fans really know what they want? Because you can look at it in a way that fans want their cake and want to have their cake and want to eat it at the same time. Because these are guys that say, "Oh, we want elite teams. We want to see the Real Madrid. We want to see the Inter, Inter Milan's, and also you don't want." there to be a competition that will promote the elite teams and you also don't want the <laughs> the lower level teams to die. Do you think do you think the fans really know what they want or we're all as confused as <laughs> the people in charge? I mean, to be fair, like, I think for, like, the average fan, I'm going to say the average fan, like, just the average, like, football person, mm-hmm. like, obviously, they want to be able to see Madrid play Man City or United, like we can it's, it's literally like a dream. Like they would like that to be the norm. But I think like for fans of like the clubs themselves, they want their teams to do that, but they also want them to be able to do it like based on merits. Like they want to know that their team is there because they are good enough to be there, hmm. not because their team is more popular or because they have more money than other teams. Other teams, I see. I think like that's kind of like the key distinction. Because for me as well, like I think I'd love to play Barcelona like Spice of Perse here. Why not? Especially since they're in shambles right now. Why not? We're all in shambles. Let's be in shambles together. <laughs> but I want to be able to do that knowing that, yes, my team was able to get there and play them this amount of time because it deserved good it. enough to get there. Like, we beat everyone else and we got there except for Masti because no one come from my beat Masti. So, yeah, that's that's just what I would want. I mean, that's what people want in general. That's that's really fair. That totally explains. I didn't even think about it that deeply, but you saying that that merit plays a key role in getting into that 
getting into that opp- opportunity to play the the big clubs. I mean, this Super League thing has just been totally really crazy for me. I, I get, when, when everything was happening, I was like, how is this even real? Like you said, it's not even going to die anytime soon. Like they'll just come away to refine it and make it more, do market it properly to make people more open to accepting accepting it, which is very, very interesting. I just want to see how everything plays out. Well, do you have any what do you want to say? I'm listening. Yeah, that's like honestly, because I mean we need to watch like how UEFA's rebranding of that Champions League goes because and if it doesn't go too well, then they see that as another opportunity and be like, oh, format is better. Something like that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like people even, people don't like UEFA to begin with. So mm. it's just because the Champions League is already there. And it's, I mean, it's okay. That's kind of the funny thing because I think I prefer last year's format to this. I just prefer straight knockout games because it made everything so much more interesting. Yeah, do they had to revert it back to this because it's been money, <laughs> more, <laughs> more, more, more TV money, more broadcast money, more matches, more money. That's that's basically it. It's just crazy, just crazy to me. I'm happy it didn't go down though, but part of me also wants to see how it would have played out. Just that me, <laughs> me wanting to see, oh, let's let's see what even this thing looks like. Like, I want to see how far they can market the Premier League. Like, you can be watching the Premier League but on Amazon, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it would have been very interesting to see, but like majority didn't want it. But me just being someone that likes exploring and seeing, oh, let's see how this could go, let's see how this would play out. I would have loved to see it, but. I can already see it. Like, dude, I just told you, if you pay this amount, get Amazon Prime, you mm-hmm. can watch a set amount of Super League games with your Prime Video subscription as well. Mm-hmm. Like, people buy that thing worldwide, man. Definitely, definitely. Same thing, same thing Tottenham did with uh, that show on Amazon. So, and I'm pretty sure Daniel Levy made a lot of money from that. So, it's just, it's just crazy, man. It's just, it's just really crazy. <laughs> Let's... Man. Let's now even segue to the next to the next topic. Mourinho and Spurs parting ways. I I knew they were going to part ways, but <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen this season. At least let him finish the mess he created. What what are your thoughts on that? Well, I thought they were going to at least give him to like after the League Cup final. Definitely. Because like I thought the whole point of them hiring him in the first place was to win something. Because, I mean, I'm sure Livy knew that this was going to be a long-term thing. Because, I mean, Mourinho can't do long-term jobs anymore. He just can't. He, he just finds a way of, to fuck it up. <laughs> he just doesn't seem capable of sustaining relationships with players for that long anymore. Like, you need to be a specific kind of player to play under him. And, I mean, especially if you're... Well, it always seems to be like midfielders and attackers that he doesn't get along with. I honestly don't know why exactly. Just like in Mayu was proper, like at the point in Chelsea, like it was Hazard and Fabregas, then like in Tottenham, it's <laughs> Daily Ali. <laughs> I, I don't even know if Bill as well, but Bill was just Bill. It was just weird, because at the point he wasn't playing Bill either. Hmm. But yeah, that's, that's just Mourinho, man. But I'm surprised. I thought he would actually go further in the Europa League, but 
not, not do just the science of come and become the best player in the world on that night. <laughs> I don't even remember his name. I think he was also a zombie. Yeah, he just scored three world-class goals all against Tottenham. And that was his tournament. It's just, it's just crazy to me, man. Mourinho is just... I mean, I'm a big Mourinho guy. We'll, we'll be back again. He's like, Mourinho is not done. We'll just we'll find something and be back again. But like, I didn't think he would ruin this like he did. Because I, I even thought of that would win the league with a winner like Mourinho, him just doing the right things. But I guess he's so stuck in his ways and he can't just find a way to revolutionize his game or adapt to how the game is right now, which... Which for me is pretty, really, really, really sad because Mourinho is a winner. Like not, not everyone has that winning, that winning trait or that innate ability to just, just find something out. So I mean, now they are they've parted ways. He's going on, he's going on his own. Ryan Mason, I don't think they are going to give him the job in the long run. I don't even know what they're going to What is it? Probably not. Exactly. So I really don't know who they'll who they will hire now. Like Daniel Levy gambled gambled with Mourinho, which I mean anyone would have taken that gamble because everything had been had become very stale on that porch. They just got tired of not winning. So if that was partly Levy's fault as well. Because I mean Poch literally told him that he needed players and they went to transfer under without buying anybody. I'm like when you play under a manager that plays like high intensity football, you need to refresh your team. Like it's just the way it is. Players get burnt out, especially in the modern day. The amount of games that they're playing and the intensity that they're playing on. So if you don't get a new crop of players, then I mean you're basically signing your manager sucklet already. I mean with Mourinho. I can clearly remember the match that I knew that they could not win the league. And it was that Southampton match that they beat Southampton like five, I think it was five two, was it five one? Mm-hmm. They just scored five. And like I clearly remember it being keen up to roll to Son. That was literally that whole match. And just like their whole game plan is just keen getting the ball. And up during the ball to soft. Like that's what he intends to do for the rest of the season. And yeah. we cannot walk because two of them are going to get injured at the point. That's that is just how it is. Kane more so than Son. Because Kane always has that his period where he gets injured for like three weeks or four weeks. And his uncles are absolutely terrible unfortunately. But yeah. So I just like he cannot sustain this. And I mean, defensively, they are not like, they are, they are defensive liars, basically. Because they set up like, in this specific way, when I call their players uh, their defense, then Corvette sits on Marshalls, Ronald Billy, fucking mm-hmm. paces about the place. And there are also some matches where he plays his so-called like an auxiliary fullback to cover for Murray. But like, I don't know why, but it just it's because people like probably just seen it as become easier to exploit. Plus, they make very strange mistakes, like when they're trying to like just play out from the back. 
it is fucking comical. <laughs> Everyone that ever had too much, they should not have gotten a little bit from that match. I don't know how Mason Goliath and Michael King just dashed them to three goals. Yeah, it's crazy. Just like, but yeah, man, he's going to come back, definitely. <laughs> not sure if he's going to come back to England, but it's definitely going to come back somewhere. And I'll be watching because Mourinho is free, pure entertainment, man. Easy, just it's just fun to watch. Just his whole demeanor is just it's just funny. I hope press conference as well. <laughs> I hope you find something. I hope you really find something. But let's yeah, get... it definitely will, man. <laughs> it definitely will. So the last segment for today, Premier League, they've been clamoring for Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. They finally brought out their first two that they inducted into the Hall of Fame. We have Henry and Shera, no brainers. So I just want to talk to you about your picks, your top five for the Premier League Hall of Fame to be inducted. Your top five after Henry and um Alan Shearer. I want to yeah. I want to know what your list is like. Yeah, well, yeah. first after them, probably Ray King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, then John Terry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this list has. Too many United players, man. Then <laughs> <laughs> probably schools. Then, mm-hmm. and, and uh, fucking Lampard. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> me, it's hard to put his name there, man. But yeah, Lampard. And last in, in gigs, probably because man, gigs is ancient as hell, man. It's been there throughout everything. Mm. That's, that's an interesting list. That's an interesting list. You know, I wanted to pull Vieira, but... Yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting Four people list. come and complain that I'm doing it because I'm an astronaut. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to be as objective as possible. That's an interesting list. I also yeah. like they want to put like a Marcity player because I mean, like recency bias anyway. Mm. Let me even quickly run through mine. Mine. So mine, I have Rooney. Rooney, yeah. <laughs> Rooney, Rooney, Prem legend. Rooney in that number. Number eight, Rooney will never is something I'll never forget. His goal against Man City. I'll never forget that goal at Old Trafford. I don't think anyone will. <laughs> I don't know if you know the goal I'm talking about. The basketball game. Yeah, the bicycle kick really laced up really laced up in his T90s, just knows he's ready to, to for work. Then I have Steven G. Yeah, so he was the reason I'm mm-hmm. 30s. Back then, man. Back like, then. Yeah. <laughs> Back then. Then I have uh Steven G. This one is interesting because he never won a Premier League. Title. Yeah, that's why I didn't include him in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to me, like, Steven G is just a baller. Like, he's legit. I feel if you, if you take Steven G, Steven G, Lamps, and, and schools all in their primes, I'm taking Steven G. So, for that, I just put him in my list. Then we have Lamps, obviously. Lamps, Chelsea legend. We know how Lamps was. Then I have John Terry, obviously, another legend. We can't forget his 05 season in with Mourinho, where they had, like, crazy amount of clean sheets and less goals. That, that was a crazy, that was a crazy ass season. Then I have Vieira, Patrick Vieira, honorable mention for Patrick Vieira, Arsenal legend. 
I don't think we've had someone in the midfield with so much steel and vigor and still the ability to pick a pass as Vieira since he left. I mean, we tried to replicate that with Abu Dhabi. That didn't really work out because Abu Dhabi was actually mad talented. But injuries killed him. You could see his you could see his potential every time he stepped on the field, the way he carried the ball, his strength, his Wukba, his Wukba thinks he is now even better. <laughs> like for real. For real. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Abu Dhabi, like the French boy, Asen saw him like this guy had potential, but injuries just never allowed him to be great, which is which is very, very sad. That's that's my own list, man. What do you think about my list? Yeah, this is comeback. I've easily put Rooney on mine as well. Mm. But it was just like longevity. Yeah. Mm. I was between him and Giggs, and Giggs just edged it because of longevity. And also because I want United fans to throw shots at Giggs as well. <laughs> do you think do you think any city player should be able to make this list due to the recent growth of City and their injection of Arab money to boost their club. Do you think any City player should be able to make this list? And if any City player should be able to make it, who do you think you make it? Probably you pick Aguero, but who else do you think? I mean, obviously, like, it picks, like, the only people that you could possibly pick would be Aguero, Company, Yaturi, and David Solo. Hmm. Because like they've been, they once like they've been there for the longest. They've been their most important players. They also like honorable mention to well, early. Like, I was gonna say Johan, but like he kind of left before Pep won. So the Johan only had like two or three Premier League titles. I think mm-hmm. it goes to. But yeah, those those people are like the most important ones. But like, the person who will be like the clearest to get in would be Aguero because I mean Aguero is probably like his top five best strikers to have played in the league. Like that one is pretty definite. So he'll be in contention and that is just because of the fact that it's a lot easier for you to include people that have retired and have been gone for a long time. Yep. Now someone who's literally like still playing now. Unless it's Messi or Ronaldo. (laughs) (laughs) Messi or Ronaldo. Right. When you're in that space where you're like below Messi or Ronaldo but you're above everyone else and you're still actively playing coming to the end of your career it's hard to include you in this because of the fact that you're still participating. That's, that's definitely fair. I would love to see Aya get in, but that'll probably happen after a while. Definitely. Yeah, Yaya. it's happen after, definitely. Yeah, 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 that year was crazy. Under Mancini, that was that was some crazy footy. That was some crazy, oh, that was some crazy footy. So before we round up, I just want to ask you anything. Is there anything you want to rant you want to rant about? Like <laughs> what what is pissing you off? Or which player are you seeing as like, yo, what are you doing? Like which who is that? Kimo Werner. <laughs> what did Werner do to you? I don't know, like, what exactly is wrong with him. This is, I mean, I knew, like, when he was in Leipzig, like, he was a volume chance player. 
And he doesn't just score once. Like, he's not a clutch player. He needs chances to score, like, multiple chances. And ironically, that's kind of how Salah is too as well. But it's just like Salah is capable of just scoring from absolutely nothing. Like, he can just materialize goals from dinner. Like, all those stupid half chances that no players get, and they just, like, miss it. It's Salah will find a way to score it. But Werner cannot do that. He needs to. Which is kind of like the annoyed now of Werner. Because, like, I mean, people will say that I just start Abraham over him. Which I like. I feel in favor of. Because I like Tammy Abraham. I like just like young players. They're really good. But for the chances that he gets, <laughs> he's richer like probably the only person in their team that will be able to get in the position to miss those chances. Because of how he operates, like the speed that like, he runs into the box with. That's the thing. So, I mean, it's just a case of like, you need to change how your team operates because the guy, he's not, he's not as lethal as he was in Germany. And I think that at least for the end of the season, they should consider just playing someone else because he needs time to just like walk his confidence back up. Because that spell without scoring, like, it really shattered him. I can't see. It's reached that point where even if he scores one goal, he himself is not, like, fully, like, convinced of himself that he'll score again. Just like in the last match that they had before the Madrid one. Mm-hmm. I forgot who it was against, but it was a Premier League match. Like, he scored their first goal. And then he had a chance to score again in the second half. And he just, like, completely misfitted. And he just, like... How are you from a sitting that is literally just like a simple rebound into the net? It's like that's just the story of his life at Chelsea. But I do think that he'll come good eventually. I think so. It's not like he's not getting to he's getting to bullshit, his finishing is just letting him down. He just needs to like calm himself down. <laughs> he needs to just calm down. I feel I feel next season we'll see a different way now because it's it's not like he's hiding, like you said, like he's getting to position, he's making runs, he's being direct. So like the chances will come, maybe not this season, maybe get used to everything else, acc- acclimatize, see where it went wrong, work on his finishing. And definitely yeah, definitely will come good. Will come good. Man, I really don't I really don't have anything to rant about today. <laughs> Just normal Arsenal, Arsenal dropping points. Leno, I don't know. Leno has lost us a lot of points this season, but I can't really believe uh, because he has also helped us numerous times. So I can't really be mad about that. So nah, man, I can't be mad. Leno. <laughs> See, man, I like I like Leno quite a lot, especially because at a point like when people are clamoring for Martinez to be number one instead of him. I was like, <laughs> well, like, do I say that I should give Martinez like a full season to be number one? I was like, you can't afford to give someone a, <laughs> like him a full season because at that point he was still basically like an unknown quantity. Like, you literally could not have foreseen him being like basically like Omaris, the best keeper in the league this season. You literally could not have seen that like. He had some good games in the FA Cup. Fine. You cannot foresee him carrying that form for the whole season. Especially when he spent the majority of his Arsenal career either on loan or in the reserves. So, I mean, I don't blame the off. I mean, also, they had to catch on him because, like, 
They needed money. That's just a simple fact. They needed money. <laughs> but man, I know this season. I don't understand. Like someone's so annoying because the mistakes is made. Like they are so simple. I think that's the annoying thing. They're just very simple errors that he should not be making. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't doubt it. He's going to come and do some wonder saves in a few games. Then everything will be fine again once he makes another mistake. But yeah. That's, that's, that's really man I just want to see how Premier League plays out we know how the top four play out we've, we've seen the two games I don't know how City won <laughs> today yeah, man. they won through sheer PSG being PSG man the course of Tottenham has followed Pochettino because I expected PSG to win especially the, like they played in France to, too I felt like I thought that once they scored one then like that would be the end of the match because they seem at least decent enough at holding on to leads. But like today, man, like the two goals were just absolutely ridiculous. Like one was like a goalkeeping mistake and the other one, like, I don't know how, but Maris shot a free kick through the wall and he scored. It was just like, it was a ridiculous shot. I, mean, I think Manchester team might actually win it this year. And depending on Madrid and Chelsea, whoever wins. That's true. That's true. But that's good. Like, <laughs> what do you want to say? Because, like, I mean, I'm not like counting against Chelsea to enter that final. Because, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it's, it's a possibility, but they have an away goal. That's very much interesting. Today's, that's it on today's episode, man. Just catching up on Super League, you know, we're late to the party, but we need to give everyone our thoughts. Thank you guys for your patience and more episodes soon. Wally, do you have any last words? Nah, man. Thanks for having me, bro. No it's problem. always nice to catch up. No problem, bro. Thanks a lot. No worries, man. Bye for now. See yeah.